Welcome in to lucky number 13 of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. At least I think that's that's what number we're at. Okay. I mean, I could, I don't know. Is anybody, I, I'm, I'm kind of counting them. Anybody else paying attention to that? Uh, somebody who wants to go into the files and just figure out how many we've done, let us know. If someone wants to look we're at saying the, 13. Yeah, it's not that difficult to do the research, to be honest with you. I probably just look at the playlist and count the number and be like, okay, that's 13. But how, however, whatever number it is, we're here to have a good time. Hope you are as well. And we will begin this particular episode of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast with a staple of these podcasts, a Dear Prudy, as it were. Okay. Normally we wrap things up with the Dear Prudy, but we're going to begin here with this particular one that is breaking a family apart, possibly. Here's how it starts. Dear Prudy, I ended my first engagement after finding out my 19-year-old sister had been sleeping with my fiancé. He and I had just graduated college. It devastated me. When confronted with the truth, my sister lied and tried to act like a little innocent angel. She had been seduced, she says, but several of her friends gave me proof that my sister had been gunning for him since she was 17. Dang. Over three years' worth of texts, my sister savaged my looks and talked about how my fiancé could do so much better than me. Ow. When she learned he would be joining me at the family home, she would crow about getting out her sexy pajamas and better bikinis. <laughs> Good Lord. By the way, I love better bikinis. As if there's a, I didn't realize there's some that are just, mm-hmm. eh, you know, normal everyday pool wear. And Lame. then there's the better bikinis. Continues. When I confronted her, the fight ended up putting a permanent estrangement between us and a hard one between my parents and me. That was years ago. I am now engaged to a wonderful man who adores me. As a gesture, I invited my sister to the wedding, but did not include her in the wedding party. My sister took personal offense that I didn't ask her to be a bridesmaid. She called me up and told me it was time I acted like an adult and let bygones be bygones. (laughs) She claimed she deserved to be a bridesmaid since she's my only sister. I asked her if she had a head injury because that was the only excuse for her actions. She ruined my first engagement. Why would I want her within 50 feet of my new one? That's absolutely fair. She got angry and did the entire song and dance about just being a kid back then. I told her she could attend or not, but that was the end of the subject. It would have been if my sister didn't go whining to our parents and our extended family. Our parents are the only ones on her side. I have since rescinded my sister's invitation permanently. My fiancé fully supports me, and so do many members of my extended family. I'm worried about my parents. They are circling around my sister protectively and argue with me every chance they get. I am pregnant. We aren't telling anyone, but sometimes if I worry if I don't tell my parents, they might not come to my wedding. Other times I hope they won't because it was a clear sign they chose my sister over me again. Wow. Do the parents know that the younger sister is a trollop? I would think so, right? I mean, how do you not that's, know? That's relevant information. How do you not know if the better bikini only comes out <laughs> when the when the former fiance is walking around yeah. and the sexy PJs are only worn when he comes to the house? Right, right, right. Now, I let me just play the other side of the coin here, devil's advocate, mm-hmm. right? I do understand capricious youth. You make decisions. She was a thirsty young woman who wanted this guy. And it does take two to tango. And maybe she mm-hmm. saved you from from this guy because obviously didn't take much for him to cheat on you. Just a better bikini and sexy pajamas. Is there any sense as to what the amount of time is between engagement one and marriage? She says now marriage? she said that was years ago. But we so exactly I would assume to me years ago is anywhere five to ten years. I would think okay. probably right. right. All right. Years ago. 
And so I think the younger sister should be thrilled she even gets a wedding. If it, she, it was, yeah. it, it'd be one thing if she just slept with a boyfriend, right? She she slept with a fiance like they, that that's that's a pretty big deal and not just a you know a crazy fling that happened but it sounds like three years of measured yes intentional better better bikinis yeah. sexier pajamas savaging the looks of right. the of the sister being like eh. you could do better you, that that's some deep seated planning that went into that so the whole premise that bygones should be bygones I. I think there are some gones that shouldn't be by. I think there are just some gones that we don't. <laughs> They're just some gones that say gones. We don't say goodbye to. They're not fluid. The, no, the, the, those they, the, the gones yeah, are permanent. Yeah, they, they don't. You yeah. don't say bye to the gones. No, you don't say bye to them at all. Yeah. And, and one of them I'm is sorry. cheating on my cheating on with uh, on my fiance yeah, deliberately. Yeah, cheating with my fiance on me, your sister. Those gones are sticking around. Yeah, I don't care the fact that you're my only sister. That's fine. <laughs> right. And I'm the fact that I'm even inviting you to the wedding, you should be happy. And the fact the, that there's any relationship at all is pretty right, remarkable. Right, exactly. The fact that and so and I always feel and I don't know, stop me on this one. I feel just because you're related doesn't mean you automatically get into a wedding party. Related doesn't mean obligated. Thank you. Cuz I think that there's so many times you And some gone should not be by. Those are my <laughs> Words of wisdom. Well, today. that's the end of uh, the Mike and Molson this episode. Yeah, the words yeah. of wisdom. But I think you're right. I think I've seen it, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it in situations where you can tell within a wedding party that someone's brother had to be put into because they're they're the brother, or someone's mm-hmm. sister had to be put into the bridal party just because they're related. That's how you end up with those bridal parties that are 17 people long. Yes. Because they, they, you have to add one on one side and another right on, on another side, side, and it just it starts to wrap around the entire church, and you're going, all right. Right. The, the, the Pretty en- soon everybody's in the wedding. The entrance and the exit is longer than the <laughs> ceremony because you have so many of those. So. It's interesting, too, that the parents are rallying around the sister in this particular situation. I'm with I'm with the, the writer of this letter of, hey, if, if they're going to be like this, maybe I don't want them there. And it sounds like there really hasn't been any healthy conversation between the sisters about what happened. No, it's very much been, OK, it happened I'm gonna. Uh, we'll talk, yeah. right? It's, it doesn't it, sound like that. That's happened. No. So there's obviously still some. So here's what Prudy said. There are still some gones that are bubbling. <laughs> there's some bubbling gones that should not be by. They <laughs> no. just. They should yeah. not be said bye to. They just. They stay. Uh, so Prudy <laughs> says, "I'm glad you're sticking to your convictions and you have some family support as well as support of your fiance. The basic fact is that you don't have to invite anyone to your wedding if you don't want them there." Your sister included. Mm-hmm. Just because you're related doesn't mean you're obligated. Bam, right there. And you certainly don't have to put her in your wedding party. Your parents' inability or unwillingness to see how her actions have harmed you is confounding. While your sister's interest in your ex started when she was underage, and it seems likely that your ex took advantage of that fact in a predatory fashion, she still can take responsibility for what's been broken between the two of you. And from your letter, it seems she refuses to do so and continues to double down. Your parents don't see that and harm and the harm it perpetuates. Perpetuates. The only solution I see short of uh, telling them about your pregnancy is to sit them down and have a conversation about harm and boundaries. You want them to choose your side. But if they can't do that, you want them to acknowledge the validity of your feelings. 
Perhaps you already had this conversation with them in some form. If that's the case, then I think you have to ask yourself whether it's worth more to have them at your wedding and put up with their complaints regarding your sister or whether your peace of mind will be better for you on your big day. Using your pregnancy news as a bargaining chip may be an effective way to get them to come, but I think you should consider it as a last resort because what you're looking for is deeper and more complex than mere attendance. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I couldn't say it better myself there, Prudy. Yeah, well, that's a, that, that's a mess, and that's a great argument for just eloping, yes. and not dealing with anybody. Yes, exactly. You know, because they're just. And they're, why they're, do they're people co- do that? Why do people interject? It's the, people sometimes don't realize it's their day. Yeah, and that's who just gives it. a damn about what you want. I mean, you want the family there, you want your friends there, you want this to be a big celebration. But if if they can't handle it, then you just need to go get married someplace and come back and say we're married. Correct. And then you can throw me Make a party. Make with the presents. Exactly. Then you can throw me a party. But there wasn't a party. No, I want presents. I want presents. You you were the reason why there wasn't, yeah. wasn't a party. But you, I still get the damn presents. Exactly. But I still get the presents. So there we go. That was our dear Prudy. Now we have a couple of new segments we're going to start here. Yeah. Um, you got one. I, we're workshopping the name Enough Science or that, Stop It Science. I, I think, yeah, that's enough science. Okay. That's an, we welcome don't to. Need, that, we don't need more science. For example, you know, we've seen stories in the past where, I don't know, they try to reanimate a woolly mammoth DNA or something stupid. And you go, you don't need to do this. No, we've seen how that movie ends. Not good. Yeah, the movies are one thing. It's like you just don't have to do that. It's going to cause or, you know, years ago when that big uh, uh, Hadron Collider. Yes. There was the potential that they they could have made a black hole in the middle of France and sucked everybody in. Was a real concern, and you go, you know what, science? You, you, the, That's enough. Don't play there. Exactly. We don't need what, whatever you're trying to find out. We don't need to find out. Right. Exactly. Too dangerous. So that's enough, science. What do we got today? Uh, at a recent conference that Amazon had, the company announced that it's working on a feature that can synthesize short audio clips of a person's voice. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about here. And then reprogram it uh, as longer speech. The senior vice president at Amazon and head of science. Uh, for Alexa, said uh, the voice of a deceased loved one, a grandmother in this case, can be used to read a grandson a bedtime story. I I read this story as well, and uh, I went cute or creepy, uh, but I think you're right. That's enough science. We don't need this to happen. Well, the weirdest part about this whole thing, the, the, the bearing of the lead, they're kind of trying to paint it as, oh, isn't this sweet? No, it's not. But the but the lead that they're bearing is they only need like a 30-second clip. Right. And then Alexa will then be able to assimilate and and basically use that voice for everything. I mean, of all the examples they could have, you know, it could have been, hey, wouldn't it be awesome if instead of Alexa's voice, you get Patrick Stewart? They could have framed it that way. It was like, oh, that'd be kind of interesting. That would be kind of interesting. To have that voice come out or – Hello. Yeah, Morgan Freeman or something like that. Or Samuel Jackson but yelling at you. the idea that uh, you're going to use it so that your dead grandmother can read your son a bedtime story while you're not in the room. No! <sighs> can you just think, uh, Alexa, have dead grandma read Cat in the Hat? I would not, could not, with a mouse. I would not, could. I don't know why I immediately go that with the, with the grandma voice. Um, they said this can make memories last uh, after so many of us have lost someone we love. Would you like to talk to your dad in, in a speaker right now? Now, I wouldn't mind hearing my dad's voice again. Yeah. 
But I want it to be something my dad said. I don't Correct. want. I don't want it to be like, "Hey, Dad, read me the Tribune sports page. Mm-hmm. Read well, me Corinthians." Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's what I don't want. Be like, "Well, the Cubs lost again today." But like, I don't want that to be how I interact with a deceased relative. The speaker could imitate a parent's voice at bedtime uh, for when the parents are physically unavailable, or for parents who are quote just sick of reading the same book. So now you can you can basically offload your your task of reading your child to Alexa. Look, I got hey. kids and I get it. Uh, when it's bedtime, a lot of time, yeah, more often than not, they go, "This is the book I want," and it's the same one that you've over been reading and over for the and over past again. three months. You just read it. It doesn't you don't, take. You don't go. Ugh. <laughs> it's not for you. It's, not, it's, it's for the kid. It's not. It's not for your entertainment, you idiot. It's not. Not only that, but it's not like you're read, reading War and Freaking Peace, right? right? A majority of those books, trust me, I've I've read them. I've recorded them for now. I've recorded them for my friends' kids because I'm not around. It's not as easy for me to be around like my kids, my buddies' kids mm-hmm. live in the closet. So I've I've recorded the book, even the longest of children books is done in seven minutes. Do you not have seven minutes? Right. Seriously. And there's also, of course, the security risk of a deep fake impression, although it's unclear how the feature's voice sounds. Oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, Yeah, and so, yeah. Just imagine, okay, for a moment, if you will, imagine grandma has, I'm trying to think of someone with a a deeper kind of voice. Um, Lauren Hutton, I think, or something along those lines of... um, or uh, oh, what's what's her name? She was she was in a couple of movies with uh, Sybil Shepherd. Oh, okay, right, and kind of that, like a woman of, with a raspy voice. Yeah, with a, that raspy Brenda voice. Vaccaro kind yeah, of a, right, exactly. Yeah. Let, so, just so for, just play Suzanne this. Suzanne Plachette. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if anybody gets that reference, please comment below. Um, anyway, so long story short, Grandma's got a voice like that. Next thing you know. Grandma's reading like fan fiction, like right. erotic. <laughs> to your point, because because deep fake. Grandma's reading erotica, like what some old Fabio thing. Yeah, and you're like, my grandma never read that. Well, sorry, Alexa got the voice. It somehow got in the wrong hands, and now your grandma's reading erotica on the internet. We've we've seen we've certainly seen the deep fake videos, um, and there's still kind of that you know that thing they call uncanny valley, where it's not quite right, and you still kind of get a weird feeling about it. Right. But some of the stuff they've done with voice technology oh. is pretty bananas. Yeah. So I yeah that's enough science. So that's enough science. We don't need you helping us out anymore. No, Go we don't. Do some uh, some other. We don't need to live forever. Yeah, don't I don't upload my consciousness no. to to something. It's just, uh, I think there's you know I think yeah those those new stories is like oh we may have cracked the code on on aging and now we can live to be two hundred. Don't need it. No, no. I think I tap out ninety ish. I, ta- I tap out at maybe one ten and yeah. I go that boy. That's a what? bonus. It's like why am I still here? Yeah. Anything uh, it, yeah, just funny. like yeah. There doesn't there doesn't need to be two hundred. Yeah. Doesn't need five hundred. Nothing like that. No, thank you. That's enough science. Go be gone. Yeah, exactly. Gone. Exactly. I want this, this, this is a gone that needs to be by. Exactly. At some point <laughs> I need this gone to be by. Just say bye, gone, bye. Uh, up next, another new feature. This one we like to call send nudes. Yes. Because we got a lot of nude stories here. All we'll right. begin. With, and jiggling. Yeah, we'll begin here with uh, a nudist colony where we, we've, we've had our comments about that. There's good nude and bad nude. And I think this particular insura- uh, in, in this particular situation, it's bad nude. Uh, this particular nudist colony is uh, starting to have pickleball being played nude. Now, if there's any sport 
that's name would be conducive to a nudist colony. It would be the sport of pickleball. Right. Oh, yeah. But uh, this particular nudist colony says uh, in Tampa Bay, they say the closing optional results are advertising their pickleball facilities, holding tournaments and putting in more courts to meet demand. Because pickleball is this new in vogue thing, and now this nudist colony is like, hey, why don't we have some nude pickleball? They said nude pickleball is beating the pants off its competition. Wrote, wrote Frank Serabino for Pickler, a pickleball news and information website. <laughs> it was the best name they could come up with. Yeah, the Pickler. Yeah. Uh, and a story headline, Nude Pickleball is Taking Off. At Calente Club and Resorts in Lando Lakes, the popular nightfall pickleball is held every Monday at 5 p.m. Grab your balls, the flyer oh, says. It's time for pickleball. See, isn't this the exact opposite of what nudist colonies want? Correct. I mean, they don't want they don't want it to be sexualized. It's right. just, hey, it's nature. This is how we were born. This is the way to be. And, do uh, they, and God never intended us <laughs> to jump around and play pickleball. That was not that was not on his. Okay, plan. a few things about the pickleball. Here are the three th- you can't. You, don't talk to the snake. Don't eat the apple. And don't play pickleball. pickleball nude. I think is exactly what God said. Right, because there's, it's fraught with peril. Right. right? You, if you're playing doubles, there's a racket being swung around that can hit in a private. Yeah. There's also a ball that can hit you square in the balls or wherever it may be. And it's a smaller court, isn't yes, it? It's a it's smaller like, court. It's, 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 it's like ping pong and tennis had a baby, yeah. and it's pickleball. And now, and and also, do you really want your advertisement for your flyer to be "Come grab your balls"? No. No one wants that because immediately, even if you were just happen to be the nudist colony type, mm-hmm. right? And you're just walking around the nudist colony and be like, oh, I wonder what kind of recreation we can do today. Oh, look at this hilarious hold yeah. my balls joke. Right. I'm going to go play pickleball with George come now. Come see the bouncing orbs. <laughs> see, that'd be, at least that's elevated. Doesn't that, doesn't that invite the creepers? It certainly does. I mean, that just pretty much says, come come watch this show or come be a part of this. Well, or, let me ask you this, though. If you see a thing that says, you know, grab your balls, are you going to go check that out? Because to me, that connotates a majority of dudes are going to be yeah. playing the nude pickleball. And by the way, it was the it, best they could come up with. It's, ne- it's never it's never what you think. No. Right. It, it, this is all this is all individuals who may have a problem tripping right. over their own balls when they run around trying to play this nude pickleball. That's a, that's usually the age of nudists. Right. And and for some reason in their mind everybody thinks it's a 19-year-old from Tampa Bay University or something. Right. And that, uh, and it's not. That's not going to that's not going to happen. Um the pickleball's popularity has grown so much at clothing optional Eden RV Resort. That they're getting rid of shuffleboard courts to add another pickleball court, so people like to be out there just running around nudist with their with their pickleball. Uh, what they're saying, we tell people just bring your tennis shoes. Mike Sullivan, a U.S. pickleball ambassador and resident of Cypress Grove nudist colony, told uh, Pickler, "Just bring you, <laughs> just bring your tennis shoes. That's all you need." Uh, one individual, though, on the on someone called Two Bills posted on the Talk of the Villages, one of these nudist websites, uh, their their message board. He says, and I quote, "All them balls in play could be confusing." Oh, <laughs> shut up! You know what? Obviously, is this also from? Did you say this is from the Pickler, or is this from the? <laughs> that was from a. That was from a particular village message board. That Two Two See, Bills comes buying, on there I'm... and says. <laughs> All them balls in the playing could be confusing. See, I'm not buying any of this. This, you know what? You know, this this is both. This is this is not a nudist colony. 
This is some kink swinger thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. This, this is a, not a nudist colony. Because nudist colonies don't behave like this. They don't. They don't. This is fact, some they, they, they try to stay far away from this. This Yeah, this is some off-the-grid swingers don't want everyone in the neighborhood to mm-hmm. know thing. And they're like, hey, check it out. If yeah. I Check out my stroke on the pickleball court. This is one of those, yeah, yeah one of I got those. my pickle and my ball all together. <laughs> Well, this is one of those weird cruises that go on down oh, yeah. there to uh, the hedonistic number two oh, or God, something, whatever yeah, that's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's what this is. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah, because that's, that, that, that's be. not how nudists talk. And, I, and, I, and nudists don't – No, nobody, when you're exercising, wants things flopping, flopping around. around. No, whether it be man nor woman. Right. Woman doesn't want to do jazzercise, which no. is a weird thing for me to say, just kind of grab out of nowhere. But you don't want to be doing <laughs> that. And for men, I'm sorry. I've tried – I've even tried, like, when I work out, I wear boxer briefs. Got to have the boys closer to home. There's been times where they're not clean, so I I I just try to wear a pair of boxer shorts to run on an elliptical. No. No, Things get away. Exactly. I don't want any part of that. So I I can only imagine for it free and clear for everyone to see, no. I don't want that. Yeah, it's this, this, is, this is bogus. It's porn. It's it's swingers. Yeah, it's, it's some disgusting. OnlyFans. It's yeah. some weird OnlyFans. Yeah. I'm sure the Pickler's got an OnlyFans. This is the reason why old people are getting hepatitis C out of nowhere. Oh, uh, yeah. This because is of reason, things like that. And the rise of super gonorrhea, right. from what I understand. Yeah. It's all because of this weird yeah. stuff. Uh, the next send nude story is the Supreme Court of Ohio has indefinitely suspended a Hamilton, Ohio attorney for repeatedly driving naked and exposing himself to other motorists. Let me introduce you. To this particular individual uh, who was charged with public indecency and reckless operation of a vehicle when it was discovered he was driving nude. Uh, the man with the last name of Blauvelt pleaded guilty to charges that was imposed uh, by, in June 2020 by the Supreme Court, a two-year fully stayed suspension. The court noted that Blauvelt has a history of public nudity. Three months after suspension, the Butler County Bar Association requested interim remedial suspension on the grounds that he was twice arrested again for driving nude and exposing himself, and he posed a substantial threat of serious harm to the public. I think any guy driving around nude should have whatever suspended. License, law license, driver's license, whatever it may be, driving around with How your junk out. How was he exposing himself? He would pull up to, like, stoplights yeah. and, like, you know, roll, roll down your window. And then be like, hey, check oh, this out. That's really complicated. <laughs> that is pretty complicated. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be... if you're driving around, all you're seeing is the guy's face. That's not nude. Well, you don't see just the face. You, you yeah. see, like, the top half of some people. Right. And so, um, I don't know, maybe he had, yeah. like, a, one of those jacked-up trucks. This guy's really bad at exposing himself. That's all I... I guess that's <laughs> if, what I was getting if, at. Exactly. If you're going to be somebody who does public yeah. public indecency, just just do it like everybody else. Walk around with a trench coat and yeah. just kind of pull you the trench coat open and be like, ha-ha! Yeah. Instead like of like... Days. That, 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 exactly. That, We're streaking. You, there's, too many, there's too many steps. Whatever happened to streaking? I, they don't do that as much anymore. No, that was always a big deal, man. Oh, everybody, was everybody was streaking. Did you, did you ever? Did you ever? Were you ever with like a group of friends who decided they were going to try to do that? No. And you're like, no, not for me. No. I, I had I had some buddies who were like, hey man, we're gonna we're gonna go streak. And I was like, where and yeah. why? <laughs> like where and why? Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Why? How is it gonna be great? Like, I'm sorry, I'm modest. I don't want to. I, I don't want to see my dangly bits. Mm-hmm. Once again, it goes to I don't want physical activity with my dangly bits. Right. And so it's not going to end well. When has ever been a, a situation where you're like, man, that that streaker right there, whatever they were trying to promote, 
I get it, man. What? Yeah, I mean, once once in a blue moon, like at the U.S. Open or a baseball game or something, somebody runs across, like every couple of years or something. Yeah. But there was that chunk of time, I think, in, where the, everybody in, the, in, the, in the 70s where— you, Ray you, Stevens, you, right? And then Ray Stevens wrote a song about it uh, where you could count on a good streak once a month. You, you just don't get streaking anymore. You, no, you don't. There's not pep rallies where kids go streaking as right. much anymore. That's a, yeah. So Those I mean, damn kids these days with their lack of streaking. You're going to expose yourself. Do it right. Yeah. And finally, a weird exposure in the Send Nude seg- uh, segment. This woman in Pennsylvania had been charged with indecent exposure after she was allegedly found walking without any clothes on from the waist down. Mm-hmm. The 35-year-old woman stated that she had taken off her pants and thrown them down a storm drain, though she later said snakes had eaten her pants. <laughs> eaten? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, officer. I'm sorry that I'm nude from the waist down, but you know how it is. Sometimes snakes just eat your pants. Sure. <laughs> I mean, even like when you see on National Geographic a snake eating a mouse, it takes forever. Right. You know, they get, they've got to do it in that speeded up anime. They've got to do it in that speeded up. You bring up. up a great point. Couldn't you f- try to pull at least a remnant of the pant out of the mouth of the snake? I should think you'd be able to just, like, shake your foot or something. They don't just inhale it. Kick it across the street. <laughs> something like that. Knock it off, snake. Right. Give me my pants back. <laughs> you could at least get, like, at least they would be shorts. Like, you could pull it away. Yeah. That's a terrible excuse why you're na- nude from the waist down. Right. It's not like termites in cartoons where they just show up and go, and, and, just, and, and they're gone. On. Right, exactly. And your and your whole back deck is gone. So she's walking around uh, nude from the waist down. Yeah. Cops come up to her, and she first says that she threw it down the drain and then says snakes ate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the report says the woman was sweating profusely with constricted pupils, <laughs> and she was making nonsensical outbursts like, snake snakes ate, ate my, my pants. pants. Snakes ate my pants. Snake. <laughs> please, please. Please, someone this weekend, if you're listening, or whenever you're listening to this particular version of the podcast, Lay in your bed with your significant other, like before they get into bed, without your pants on. Right. And when they throw back the covers, be like, sorry, snakes ate my pants. Look, if you're going to expose yourself, I mean, that, that I, that's what I would like to see is somebody streaking, yelling the phrase, snakes, snakes ate, ate my, my pants. pants. That's comedy gold. That's, that's funny. much better than grab your balls. That's some funny nude. I like that. Yeah, exactly. That would be funny nude. And that would be better in the pickler than the story we, <laughs> story we got from the pickler. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, this particular episode of Mike and Molson Too Good for the radio podcast. It's a little stop me when it gets weird. So I will hand you the bell. Oh, okay. And this comes to us from Brazil. Let me introduce you to Mary Vaughn Rocher Moreres, 37. Complained to her mother about being single and stressed about not having a dance partner. In an attempt to cheer her daughter up, the mother made her a rag doll named Marcelo. <laughs> okay. When my mom made Marcelo and first introduced me to him, I fell in love with him. It was love at first sight, Mary Vaughn said. It was because I didn't have a dance partner. I would go to these dances but wouldn't always find a partner. Then he entered into my life and it all made sense. Marivane and Marcelo reportedly have been in a romantic relationship since the day they met. He is a man I always wanted in my life. After being together for several months, Marivane discovers she was pregnant. (laughs) It's true, she says. (laughs) Marcelo got me pregnant. He didn't take care of himself, and he didn't use a condom, she claimed. He got me pregnant. I took the test. It was positive. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. 
and we're having a lovely duvet at the end of the year. <laughs> Not wanting to have a baby out of wedlock, naturally, the couple decided to make things official and got married. The wedding was a wonderful day for me. Very important. Very emotional. It rained a lot, but it was wonderful. From the moment I walked down the aisle to the end, it was just beautiful. Then went to my wedding night with my husband, Marcelo, and we enjoyed our wedding night a lot. <laughs> Here's where... Now, you already stopped oh, me. It gets okay. weird where she's pregnant with the ragdoll's baby. All right. I, I, I thought we peaked. But the okay. couple... Welcomed 250 guests at their wedding and then snuck off to a beach house in Rio for a week-long honeymoon. 250 people show up for a wedding between a ragdoll mm-hmm. and a real-life woman who is trying to make, make sure that everything's on the up and up yeah. because, God forbid, she have a child out of wedlock with her ragdoll. It's exactly 247 more people than should have shown up. Correct. You got to have an officiant. That's true. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, and what and one witness and a witness. And a witness. So you hit that nail on <laughs> yeah, the head. That's what. That, that's was, where a, I got that, that was a correct number indeed. <laughs> because God forbid she have the Afghan out yeah. of wedlock. Oh. After the honeymoon, the couple welcomed their doll child Marcelino on May 21st. She gave birth in just 35 minutes at home. Mm-hmm. With a doctor and a nurse on side. Okay. I'm glad it was. No, okay. none, none of this is real. No, there, what? Where'd you get what, this story? What doctor? It is real. It's a real story. Where did you get this story? What, what, what? What's the source? <laughs> what do I have to look up to find this thing now? You want to look up to find it? Okay. All right. She was uh, interviewed by, where is it at? Uh, Needtoknow.online, which sounds very reputable. Yeah. No, I see it showing up on, uh, on the New York Post. Yeah, see? There we go. Um, she... While she also live streamed the birth to 200 people. This, according to Jam Press. Have you seen a picture of Marcelo? The the of the ragdoll. Yeah, yeah, he's a handsome dude. Yeah, he. I mean, I can see why you want to, you know, get, let him get in your pants. It, it doesn't even look like a ragdoll. No, I mean, it looks well, like I, a sock. It looks like a sock monkey. Well, it's a yeah. It's or, the, or, or, or paper mache. The head looks like it's a head from a mannequin, and they drew blue <laughs> eyes on it <laughs> and, and some, gave it a yarn mustache. And his nice, his nice eyebrows. Yeah. Um, she goes, I didn't feel the contractions and pain. Seeing the placenta and the umbilical cord and the blood made it all real. <laughs> Have you seen the baby? <laughs> <laughs> no. He was here in 35 minutes, and he's great. What do you mean, blood? Yeah. What, what, what could, did, they, did they have, like, a bunch of red yarn that flew out of the, the area? Yeah. The baby is adorable, though. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> Looks just like the dad. Looks just like dad. Looks just like Marcelo. Uh, she said uh, she and her family are extremely happy together, despite the stress of being the only breadwinner in the house. What, what's the cost to raise a ragdoll kid? Mm-hmm. They're not eating anything, right? Can do a lot of chores. No. Uh, he has so many great qualities, but the only downside is he's lazy, my husband. He doesn't work at all, but I'm a warrior and I keep it going for us. She's working hard to provide for her family and hates when people tell her her family is fake. I'm sorry, but your family is fake. It's yeah. a ragdoll man and a ragdoll doll. Yeah. She says he doesn't fight with me. He doesn't argue. He just understands. And he's faithful. Right, because... Because there's so many people knocking down the door. such a catch. Yeah. Um, uh, you're, what do you mean? Your sister's not putting on the better bikinis for Marcelo? <laughs> it really upsets me when people say this is fake. It makes me so angry. I'm a woman of character. My father and mother taught me to be honest, to be a good person, not want to take advantage of anything. You live stream your fake birth... To 200 people. What kind of weird kinkoids are watching that thing? 
Despite the hate or judgment she receives, she says she is happy and in love with her family. Married life with him is wonderful. He doesn't fight with me, doesn't argue, and just understands me. He's a great and faithful husband. He's such a man, and all women envy him. Do they really? I want to. I mean, as funny as this is, there's still a part of me that I, I feel bad. This yes. girl's messed up. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You do feel a little bit bad for Maravione or whatever it is yeah. with her. I don't know how to help her. Yeah, I don't, don't want to help her. I don't want to be the one to help her. She, just, no, she, needs, she needs help. The fact that she is so like this. Is she, a, th- she thinks she gave birth to a rag. Yeah. This is a gone that needs to be by, right? Yes. This is, a, uh, this is definitely a gone that needs to be by. See, see you later, the right. How do you off the ragdoll, though? <laughs> That's true. Well, something happened in the dryer, probably. Right, exactly. You know, like a snake ate your ragdoll. A snake ate your ragdoll. Uh, you know, somebody pulled one string too many and it just unraveled from the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah, I think her parents, the mom started with something that she thought was helpful. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think the mother realized. No, that's not realized. helpful. I mean, to make a full-size ragdoll man for your daughter because helpful. she doesn't have a man. You're not helping. You're not helping at all. You made it worse. Way worse. Yeah. Way, this, this spiraled way out of control, right? Yeah. And the fact that you got 250 people to come to the wedding, I think that's what encouraged her to go, oh, everyone else is buying this. Now let me live stream my weird birth. All the people who came to the wedding, was it was it actually an intervention that they forgot to start? Ooh, nobody I... <laughs> nobody said the first, we love you. We support you. Here's what happened. But you're not the person we remembered you. All, all the letters she thought were wedding cards. Yeah. So they just dropped I thought it. you were going to start the... I thought, I thought you were. Going to and then all of a sudden... Well, great. Now they're married. Exactly. Now the first dance. And I wasn't going to say no to cake. <laughs> like, I'm not going to start it now. Like, cake and food showed up. And I'm going to start the intervention then. Great. We missed our window. Yeah, now they're we married. missed the window. So all sorts of goof there. <sighs> but yeah, I'm not the person that's going to tell her that, that this is all yeah. weird. Thanks for coming with us on this journey. Yes. And if you want to send nudes or got some other weird stories or anything, you can email me, uh, Mike at WMAY.com, for your suggestions and what to do on the Mike and Molson. Too good for radio podcast.